0: Exciting news! Yes! It is launch week around these parts. So, our Wayman Limited Unboring Coaching Program is now open for enrollment. If you are a digital creator who's looking to add more predictability, more profit, and more peace into your business, our Wayman Limited Program is here to help you.
1: Through our monthly unboring coaching sessions, we'll remove the overwhelm of growing your business and give you specific marketing tactics to focus on each month so you can grow but at a sustainable pace. Because we're all about Slow growth around here. We take a slow and steady approach to running a calm business so you can reach your business goals without sacrificing your well-being.
0: By the way, also included in Wame Unlimited is a lifetime account to our core software Tea Tree, which is the most customizable and brandable course platform on the market.
1: You also get access to a member favorite group accountability system we call Wayme of Stones. That's Please right. don't sue us, Game of Thrones, <laughs> where we blend fun and action taking together in our weekly Wayme Slack community through doing some accountability, and sharing our goals, getting our tasks done every single week. That's
0: right. If you are interested in joining Waymo Unlimited, head to wanderingaimfully.com slash join to learn more and get all the details. And just as a reminder, the doors will be open until March 26th. Welcome to What Is It All For? A podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show.
1: And I'm here, too. <laughs> we great, got great, some great. feedback from some people, multiple folks who missed Stop Taking That Action.
0: I know. That was from
1: a previous iteration of this podcast. We may have to bring Stop Taking That Action back. It was a fun little segment. It was just one thing every episode that we were like,
0: "Stop just, doing that." Just stop I know, but this. here's why I vote for not bringing it back. It's negative, because it's negative. You don't put negative things. It's not. This is not me coming from a place of toxic positivity of like we can't talk about negative stuff, but it's like it's me coming from a place of I really fear that our human instinct to criticize yeah, and I to gotta, have opinions. I have an alternative
1: for you. What's that? Start taking this action. So instead of putting something okay. down, it's like, start hey, taking do this, this action. Thing. Okay. Hey, do this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like so that. So this
1: this episode, vote.
0: Start taking this action. Just vote.
1: <laughs> Please vote. <laughs> Please. That's it.
0: Please. That's your action. Go do it. How do I do? Great.
1: Hellsia? Yeah? Meh? Or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll give you a Hellsia. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: right. <laughs> I'm Three mad Z's. about it. <laughs> Three I'm
0: mad about it, but I see, like. What's up,
1: like, 3Z club? I, I see the,
0: like, tiny, like, the childhood version of you in your eyes—it's like, please, please give First me the hell yeah. When was
1: the last time you think I was tiny?
0: You were tiny once.
1: That's what I'm saying. When was the last time? Eighty four? When I was two?
0: No, I think you were tiny until six.
1: Until you s-
0: were a pretty tall kid, actually. I'm thinking about photos of you. Yeah, I had I'm large th- feet. Thinking of you in the little soccer photo and stuff. Yeah. You were pretty tall. Yeah. So four.
1: Yeah, probably. Three, okay. That's probably about Four
0: time. was the last time you were tiny. <laughs> When's hey the last you. time? Hey, All wait. Right. Trick question. When was the last time I was tiny? Always been. Yeah.
1: 11 minutes. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry, guys.
0: Sorry. Before we even get to the episode, we got a shout out. Our new members. Oh, new members shout out. Just a okay. quick shout out. Because
1: we're currently, as of recording this, still in our fall launch Enrollment, for Unlimited. If you want to check you that out. You already heard the ad. No, no. They already, oh, that's right. They already did the ad. We're not going to double add them. We're not going to double at them.
0: Up and at them.
1: Up and at <laughs> them. All right. Who we got?
0: All right. Shout out to Lara H, Maddie H, Don, I think it's Dontia V, Jenna M, Kiana M, Laurel H, Marlena L, Ashley T, and Elian T.
1: Who we got? Who we got? I have April Monique S, Christy M, Mackenzie G, Christina S, Jan R, or Jan R, don't know julie g ray c jennifer k and lisa is that an i or an l
0: let's see all
1: right. well it's just as a straight up and down I. character that's, that's a lisa I. I uh shout out to you we you know there's a couple other people who've joined where we're not going to say all their names but it's just fun to hear your name isn't it and yeah. now anybody who's lisa i that listens to this is True. like
0: oh ah, ah, it's is great me. Did, I buy something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> did i buy something okay let's get into this episode now that we're this far so
0: what's a calm bu- business jason
1: so about a year, maybe two years ago, I wrote an article called Let's Stop Running Our Businesses. Let's Start Walking Our Businesses. Yes. And it was just kind of like the first iteration of this idea of why are we always trying to run a business? Why, why are we running? Why are we going so fast? Why are we doing all these things? We're putting all this stuff. And maybe I'll just start with my quick backstory of where this idea really stemmed from. I would love that. Would you? Or do you think our listeners As a might person who
0: spent 97.5% of my time for the past 10 years with you, I'd love to hear some backstory about you and your
1: life. You're <laughs> but really, yeah. You're, you're really yeah. feeling it today, are you? <laughs> yeah. Did you have a secret center rule? <laughs> I have a secret center Uh Okay. So going back to my first real entrepreneurial endeavor, which was my I Wear Your Shirt business, every single day, I mean, running doesn't even begin to describe it. Right. I Sprinting. was Sprinting sprinting, scrambling, hustling, s- literally 16 hour work days. That is not an exaggeration from the time I woke up in the morning to the time I went to bed. My laptop was opening in front of me. I was doing something. I can
0: remember several Christmas mornings oh, yeah. where you're right. You're drafting up the email because it was a daily business for yeah. those of you who don't know much about that, the backstory of that business. Basically, every single day on Jason's calendar had been sponsored by a different company. So, this is like influencer marketing 1.0. Yeah, back in
1: 2009. Back
0: in 2009, where companies are paying him to talk about them on social media, but he had booked every day of his year. And so, I can remember a couple of years, it's Christmas morning, and we're over at your mom's house ready to have Christmas morning breakfast, and um, and you're flipping the laptop open and you're drafting an email. You got to get a photo. What's the video going to be? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyway, years of doing that, five years of doing that, essentially. I mean, I never felt like anything was calm. I just was always answering emails, doing things. And I also did a lot of public stuff. So I did news interviews. I did public speaking. We were out and about trying to come up with fun video ideas, like all these different things. Nothing was calm. Yeah. And for years after that, I just really wanted, and I remember thinking this very intentionally, just, I want a boring business. Yeah. I want something that just, like, I put in some hours, I make some money, I make someone happy, I solve a problem for them, and just, like, shut it down every day and right. not have to worry about it.
0: Well, yeah, and that's sort of, like, what eventually developed into our whole working to live mantra, yeah. which is, like, who, like which order is this going in? Right. Are you running a business or or walking a business so that you can fuel your life, yeah. or are you only living your life to work on this business? And so it's like, which one takes priority? You have kind of like, it's important to choose. And we wanted to go down the route of choosing our business as a tool to fuel our life. We only get one of those lives. Um, We only get a certain amount of time and none of us knows how long that time is going to be. We would like to spend our time doing things that we enjoy. And our business is something that we will use to make money in order to spend that time wisely.
1: Just real quick. You gotta...
0: I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm have to sinking. Do.
1: Then you need to turn the mic to really? be a little bit low. Yeah. It's, it will cover up your face if it gets lower, <laughs> and I can't see you.
0: Well, okay. Well, who has trouble with somebody lip reading now? You? It's <laughs> not about lip reading. Is that better?
1: It's just not fun. Here, do you want to do the rest of the podcast like this?
0: It's not great.
1: It's not great, is it? No. It sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry for everybody. This segment is yep, brought to you by yeah, yeah. arguing
0: about microphones. The microphones
1: placement. We're going to figure that out at some point. I don't know how.
0: I just like to argue about it each time. So
1: after many years of just running too much, hustling too much, all this stuff, I wanted a boring business. We finally got to this place where I feel like now we are finally getting to things are calm. And really in the past year, year and a half, things have felt this way for me, where I can spend at a maximum two hours a day on a normal day, on a very normal day, and that's all i have to spend you, to run a right. business. Right,
0: that's the the like mandatory part. You the might spend more part. than that, yeah. but that's like the part that you but have I, to spend. But i
1: i could work right now 10 hours a week probably total and we could run everything that we run. Now, would we lose some revenue eventually? Would we not have the best curriculums for our coaching members? Would we not, you know, not spend- Right,
0: like would it eventually affect yeah, us? Yes.
1: absolutely. And 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 we're trying to figure that out too. We're trying to figure out how to replace that. And we'll maybe talk more about that. But that for me is kind of this, this shift that I've really wanted to make. And I just, I really want to preface this before we get into this further, because I think we're going to have some ideas and some stuff that we want to share with you on how you can embrace this. Calm business, creating a calm business, it takes time. Yeah. It is going to take- a year, two, three years from now. But here's the, here's the goal is that you right now are setting up three years from now you for success. And then beyond that, you can reap the benefits and the rewards of that because you really opted into this idea of, I don't want to work 10 hours a day. I don't even want to work five hours a day. I want to work like one to two hours a day, if that, and what do I have to do right now to make sure that in like two or three years that is coming to fruition and maybe it can happen a lot faster. I hope it does for a lot of people, but That's kind of the goal that I really am trying to jump into and like champion, I guess, with this idea of calm businesses
0: for sure. And I think it's worth mentioning talking about backstories. Do you want to hear my backstory now?
1: Oh yeah, we I mean, we've been together for like ten years. Of course, I want a ninety percent of the chat. I
0: wish you could see his <laughs> face right now. I really
1: had to decide. God, I didn't want to do the thought
0: on impression. Oh, was it was it was pretty yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got, mean, I felt like I was looking in a mirror. I honestly, got your
1: intonation right. Just right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, scary. Right. Scary how accurate. Um, but you know, you say that you really feel like for the past like year and a half, we've kind of. Got to this place where we can run a calm business and when i think about that timing i think to myself oh interesting that that coincides with the worst year of our lives really which was 2019 and i know people are talking about 2020 being the the
1: freaking yeah, this raining our fire worst. this was our
0: personal worst we get it 2020 is difficult but like i think part of what's allowing us to get through this year uh At all is that we had last year to compare it to. And that was our personal worst. And a lot of that had to do with this personal struggle that I was having with anxiety. And you guys have heard us talk about it before. So I'm not going to get too far into it. But to give those of you who are new to the show kind of like a, a recap, I for for the entire year, but for the six months, it was really bad. Had the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. Um, had depression on top of that anxiety because, which I had never experienced depression in my life because I was so physically.
1: And it wasn't just anxious feelings. Like I think no, we no, no. it was out.
0: physical, uh, fi- all kinds of physical symptoms that were stemming from this imbalance that was happening. It was, it was a lot of things. Yeah. And so, but I'm talking like, can't get out of bed. Like can barely walk because i'm so dizzy
1: felt detached from yourself
0: oh had de, de- de-realization, depersonalization for months on end which is a very scary feeling falling asleep at night well if i can even sleep at all falling asleep at night thinking that you know i'm gonna die in my sleep basically like it's scary stuff and it was the worst that we had ever encountered but what that did for us now being on the other side of it we can look back and be like truly in my life it was the biggest most important like period of my life, challenge of my life to learn all these important things that I needed to learn. And I think I'm going to live a much fuller life for the rest of my life because of it, which is something you can obviously now say now being on the other side of it. But one thing that it taught me is that I had been going, going, going with our business for years and years where that was my primary focus of just like building this business and making money and doing all this stuff. And this 2019 forced me to remind myself that the most important thing is your life. It's not the money you make. It's not the business you build. It's that you can wake up every morning and take another breath and you get another chance at another day here on this life. And it allowed me to have gratitude for that again and to realize how much I did want to be alive. And I, and I wanted to be alive in a way where it wasn't, didn't feel like suffering, which is what it felt like for that year. But I bring all that up to say, it reprioritized things for us where it allowed me to go, okay, now you and I are on the same page that my mental health is the number one priority in our marriage.
1: It's like 1A is your mental health. 1B is always having cinnamon rolls available. Right, right, right. right. No,
0: that's good. good caveat Thank to add you. there. And so – you know, a lot of times I think a crisis in our lives does that for us. It puts everything in a perspective. Like some people talk about like a near death experience or loss of a loved one or something like that, or a, even a divorce or something crazy, but it puts things into perspective and you're forced to choose. What am I going to spend my attention and time on? And for me, it was like, if this one thing is not okay, the rest of it doesn't matter because every day then is a struggle. And so it made us reconfigure our business and go, We're not pushing through anymore. We used to do this thing where like I would be sort of like anxious or I'd be at my max capacity. And then the achiever part of me, the part of me that's so used to being like, yeah, but I got to make this deadline or the people pleaser part of me or whatever, would just push through that feeling in order to get the thing done. And now you and I shifted our priority to say that's not happening anymore because we know what the consequences. You always pay for it and it always will catch up with you. And we don't want to put ourselves in a place again where we have where it takes me out for a year.
1: And what is it all for? Like, and what, what is, is it all for? What is pushing through two more hours of work in a night where you're already feeling stressed out? Like, what, what for? Why? Yeah, because some self-imposed deadline that we made up, right? You know, like uh, a group of customers who have access to a digital product that we made that like they're not going to get the lesson on time that we promised. Like, they're going to be okay. You know, I mean, it's just like so many things get put into perspective, like you said, when a crisis happens or any of these things happen. And and I think the really important lesson that we learned last year and and I really learned too was okay if life is going to change for us in any capacity whether it's anxiety whether it's having kids whether it's traveling whether it's coronavirus happening out of the blue like how can we make our businesses as stable and secure and not require all of our time and energy to run to continue to run yeah And, and trying to figure that out Really only comes to head when something happens to you. Right. Or if you're someone who's listening to this and maybe you haven't had one of these situations happen and you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I do want to try and think about this before something happened, mm-hmm. but I have a I have a suspicion that every single person listening this has had something happen mm-hmm. to them. So, uh, all right,
0: I, I just like had a weird metaphor that popped into my head, and maybe we love
1: weird metaphors. Maybe you can here. help me. Oh, okay. But
0: I think there is.
1: A, if you're gonna say that it's a pool and it's empty and then it fills with water, I'm gonna be real mad.
0: No, it's actually a sports metaphor. And oh, I don't think okay. it applies,
1: but let's go. What's I don't have a
0: strong understanding of sports, but <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking. How do I put this into words? What's so happening in my brain right now, which okay. is just a lot of stuff. But I was thinking this idea of running a calm business, it really is a shift for us because I feel like in those early years where we didn't really care that much about, we were less concerned about how we were running our business and we were more concerned about the result. Yeah. Like, what was the money in our bank account and what was that telling us or what was the growth number or what whatever. And so the metaphor that's coming to my brain, I would love your help with this if okay, it makes yeah, sense. Is is like I'm throwing a football. Uh, yes, right? yes,
1: that's a football's a sport.
0: And for so long, thank you. Yeah. And for you, you do throw it. Just yes. so we're clear. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 well cool.
1: football, you kick it in the rest of the world. Oh right. This right. is American so for our football. Very American centric minds. I wish we had another name for what it. Is,
0: what do European people call American football? American football?
1: Dumb American sport. <laughs> That's what I hope they call it.
0: You stole the name of our sport. Yeah. Sport. Anyway. Um, so the difference between trying to throw the ball as far as you can. Yeah. And all you're concerned about is, can I get it to the, you know, how, how far is like a 60 yards? Sure. That's, a, that's a pretty, that a long, long, that's okay, pretty okay. long pass. Yeah, Like, can I throw the ball 60 yards? Yeah. That's all you're concerned about. Yeah. And like you go out there and every time you're just like trying to get it as far as humanly possible. Yeah. The difference between that and like the brute force of that yeah. versus someone who goes out and goes, you know what? I want accuracy. I, yeah. I want this. I want the spiral on this throw to be so tight and stable. I don't wanna see any wobbliness. Yeah. I don't wanna see any craziness. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna focus on, I want the the, the most stable pass. Yeah. And the most accurate pass.
1: Yeah. So this is like is that a good this metaphor? is like Peyton Manning's philosophy to being a quarterback. He's like the highest completion percentage quarterback, but also some of the lowest yardage thrown. Great. Because he was just all about getting the passes made. Like he still threw passes that were longer, but insanely. The short passes for the majority of his career.
0: Right. And so the point I'm trying to make is like, when you're starting out in business, it's so easy to focus on like, how far can I throw the ball? How far is it going to go? How far is it going to go? And instead, this idea of a calm business is like, I'm focusing less on the result and more on like, is the way that I'm doing this. Yeah. Sustainable is and the way that I'm doing this the way that I want it also, to be.
1: Also, like, do I need to be taking such big swings at right. this? Like, do I need to be going for a six figure business when I literally don't even make any money right now? Right. So instead of that, like why don't I get my first hundred dollars in? Why don't right. I have my first thousand dollar month? Why don't I get to my first five thousand dollar month in six months? And, and would th-
0: changing that goal bring more calm Shorten to your business throws.
1: make the throws shorter oh, make, now them make them easier now achievable. he's running
0: with it folks yeah he know. likes it Do you
1: need to get your water you had like no. an awkward reach there
0: well i was sad that it wasn't you my sparkly water you no look like stop squirming. it stop <laughs> you know? it i'm fine all right
1: what's on our bullets because we uh, i don't even think we've really gotten too much into our bullets here we always have a little list going
0: yeah we have a couple of notes about like different aspects of running a calm business that we've Come to
1: all the backstory and all the metaphors, right?
0: And so I think it starts with this idea of enough that Mm -hmm. people have probably heard us talk about, and really the idea that this podcast name is even based on is like, what is it all for? But something that we came to probably in the last four years or so, three years maybe, is realizing that you will bring a lot more calm into your business if you know what. The upper limit is that you're trying to achieve.
1: That's based on your needs and your goals. Yes. So not an arbitrary enough, like, I want to make a million dollars in my business. Why? Why? Just because it's a large amount of money and that would give you financial freedom for a long time? Okay, we get that. Like, we also understand that that is a thing. We've been through that. It takes so much effort to make that amount of money. It takes so much effort to make $100,000. So if you can really define, and, and the way that we think about this, not to jump in, but I'm on a roll. would love for you to. The way that we think about this is your, your enough is basically two separate mountains. So the first mountain that you get to the top of, the summit of, is your mmm enough number. And yep. so that is just your minimum monthly, monthly magic. magic number. The bare expenses are covered. So your rent, your food, et cetera. Like it's like, just like. If your
0: business was making this amount of money, you would break even it would, you would cover your expenses. And that that's a a real milestone to celebrate, to say like, Hey, my business is making enough money for me to live and work and great. And I can do this another month.
1: And so let's give you just like a round number. Let's say your number is $3,000. So like every bill is covered that you have, you're probably not really saving any money at all, but you're, you're breaking even. So that's just your minimum you want to hit now based on that. What did I just say? 3000. Yeah. Okay. So based on 3000 for you, You can now go, you know what, getting to $10,000 to have a $100,000 a year business, it's kind of far. That's tripling what I'm doing. I don't think I can possibly do that. Also, if I want to do it with short passes and not go for these long Hail Marys, maybe I just want to get to $5,000 or maybe just $6,000. That would be my enough number for right now. And so for for the next year, I just want to define that. The upper limit for me is doubling my business right now. Okay, what do I need to do to get there and in what time frame makes the most sense for me given all the resources and abilities that I have? To get to that. Yeah.
0: And what we like about that, it's not to say that your enough number can never change. It's not to say that you, like, then if you set the number and then you want more or your lifestyle changes, that, oh, you're not defining enough. It's just, it's about saying we live in this culture where we're constantly grasping for more and living in this like scarcity mindset where it's just like, it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. And it's defining that number is just about pushing back on that a little bit and saying, how much would make me satisfied because if I don't define that, I'll never know when I hit it and I'll never be satisfied. And so that's setting you up for a life of just chasing, 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 chasing instead of saying, wow, Okay, if I got to hit six thousand, I could I could upgrade my apartment to a place that had more natural light. I could travel. I could take one trip every year.
1: <laughs> travel. I What's could
0: that? don't yeah. I could donate to these causes I care about, and to me that feels like a really ideal, beautiful, wonderful life. Yeah. And actually, I'm breaking that down to that I only need to make six thousand dollars in my business a month. And that's enough for me right now where I am in my life. And so just by the very fact of setting that number, you take the pressure off a little bit. You take that scarcity mindset and you transform it into an abundance mindset of like, even though you're not there yet, it starts to feel like there is space to to work within instead of constantly gasping for air because you feel like it's being taken away from you.
1: And I do want to point out, I know a good amount of people who listen to this show probably don't, they're not making any money with their business right now. They're working a full-time job. They're dreaming of starting their own business. So your enough number might be a hundred dollars a month. It might be $500 a month because you don't actually have to have your number, your, your numbers covered by your full-time job. Your enough number could just be this, like, I just want to hit 500 bucks. And then in a year, maybe I'll reevaluate if I get to that point of maybe then I'll double it. And I think this really sets people up for a lot more success than I need to quit my job right now. I need to replace all of that income with the business here comes the stress, the pressure, and the running of the business. Now I have to be hustling all the time because you don't have any money coming in. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people get peddled in the online business world is you gotta you gotta replace your income, you gotta start your own thing, like you gotta get out of your job as fast as possible because you know tomorrow's a new day and you can do all the things. And it's like, how about you just stay in your job for another six months or a year, enjoy having a reliable salary and work it. that
0: financial security? Absolutely.
1: And then build on the side calmly, quietly, doing however you you want to do it and not feeling the pressure of the weight of money, which we all feel.
0: Yeah. And I think that brings up a good point too, where you were saying, you know, some people will hear this and they'll hear 3000 and they'll be like, but my money, my business isn't even making anything. And that brings up another really good point about running a calm business, which is this idea of not comparing your pace to other people's pace or not comparing your goals to other people's goals. Like, if there is one thing that has just totally given me more calm and peace in my life, it's realizing that every single person has a different definition of success. It's a different we're, – we're, like, trained to believe, to buy into this one definition of success, and it's, like, you know – Sports making,
1: metaphor. Sports metaphor. What? It's not really a sport, but it's, like – we're trained to believe that we're all running the same race. Right. So or like we're well, all on the same track. We all have to run the same distance at the same time to be worthy and, or good.
0: Yeah. And you look to your left and you look yeah. to your right and you just see like, oh, am I ahead of that person? Then great. But the truth is like, everyone's running toward a different finish line. Like for me, the finish line is like, do I have enough time in my day to go read a book in the pool? Am I able to have space to create and make art while also running a business? Like that's what matters to me, but to somebody else it's, do I have time to spend with my kids? Or can I make enough money to pay for my parents' retirement home? Like, I don't know. Everybody has a different goal and a different thing that they're trying to achieve and a different way that they want to spend their time. When you think about it, that's all we're really talking about here is like money is just a placeholder for time. It's like you, time is what is the measure of our lives. It's like what the way that we
1: what even is time (laughs) i don't know you want to get into that
0: but really (laughs) success this idea we think it's all about money but it's really about the money in order to spend our time in the way that we want you know yeah
1: money money is just a vehicle for us to live the lives that we want but it's important to define the life that you want to live not based on someone else's picture of what their perfect life is and i think the the faster that you can define for yourself what actually matters to you right now this year the next couple years and make that for just has to be for you based on what you want. Then you can go, you know what? I actually don't need to make as much money as I thought. I don't have as much pressure to create and sell and market and promote and do all this stuff that I thought I don't have to kick up Facebook ads and like do all this money. I don't have to do any of that. I can just keep going the way that I'm going. I can up a few things. I can increase some things. I can do some partnership stuff or whatever. And that'll get me to where I want to go.
0: Yeah. Another example for me personally is that's really gone gone through a transition in the past years, like my personal Instagram, like my C Kelso account, which I used to be on all the time, was creating art all the time. And I just reached this point, probably after the anxiety stuff of last year, where I just realized, like, I see other people, other artists, for example, who have these huge followings and have grown so much in the past year. And I think in the past, I would have felt this comparison twinge or like, oh man, like, I could have been there if I would have been posting every day this year or something like that. But all I feel now is happiness for them that they are pursuing something that they enjoy. But this feeling of like almost happiness that I don't have that because I know what goals I'm going after for myself right now. Yeah. And I look at around at my life and I'm like, I think I'm the close. I think we're the closest we've ever been to living a life that feels rich and satisfying and calm and not having that pressure on myself to like build my personal brand or whatever is it has been a part of that. So yeah. so removing that pressure from my life has actually allowed me to be more calm and spend my time on the things that I want to spend it on. but the external metric of like followers or this or that doesn't reflect that yeah and I ha- and I'm okay with that. You I know? think it
1: also boils down to running a quiet business, which is right. another thing where it's like You don't have to be on social media. All the time. You don't have to be promoting. You don't have to be loud. You don't have to, you know, it's just, you can just be delivering content and value and like valuable stuff however you want to.
0: Now, yeah, granted, I always want to be like very aware of the fact that we can make those choices because we planted seeds four or five years ago uh, to be heavily invested in content. And so we have plenty of traffic coming to our website, which allows us to not have to spend time on things like social media where you're trying to drum up awareness. Yeah. But if you're a new business, I understand you may not be able to make that choice, but I think the the thing that you're saying here is just like doing it intentionally. Yeah. And what are you choosing? What tactics and strategies are you choosing to invest in? Yeah. And what kind of business do you want to run? Do you want to, like, does running a calm business also mean running a quiet business to you? Do you not want to be on social media and those types of things? Um. And then also part of running a calm business as well is realizing that a calm business is one that runs in such a way that you have time in your day for the things that make you feel calm.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think about every day when I get up, I don't look at my phone. I mean, I actually, I pick up my phone just to see what the weather is, because I always have a notification from Dark Sky to be like, what's the weather going to be? We live in Southern California. I know what the weather. going to be. I haven't looked at
0: the weather in years. I know, you don't care.
1: But I just, I'm just curious. I'm always like, is it going to be hot today? Is it not going to be hot today? Yeah. Um, Then I put my phone on my desk. I go and I make coffee. I just have this like indulgent coffee experience where I hand make coffee and not actual the coffee. But, you know, <laughs> what I mean. Uh, I,
0: I harvest the coffee yeah, beans I'm from harvesting our...
1: the beans from our coffee plantation in the backyard. Uh, and then I just I, I finally get to my laptop after like 15 minutes. I watch a couple YouTube videos. It's like this is super indulgent start to the day. And I can because I don't have to get into my inbox. I don't have to get into Slack. I don't have to get into the support, customer support box for Tea Tree. I don't have to do any of those things. I've created a business that allows me to run it at the time that I want to run it, and nothing is urgent. Now, granted, some things pop up website goes down, a thing goes down, a thing, whatever, like that stuff happens. But for the most part, we have built this. Way of running our businesses where everything around it does not need our attention at all times. Right. And I think that that's such an important place to get to when you're running your own business is trying to figure out how do I make sure every decision that I'm making is not locking me in yes. to owing someone else time. Yeah. And if you are going to owe someone else time, because we all go through that. We started client businesses first. That's how we got to where we are. You are going to owe people time at some point in some, some way, but it's for you to define, okay, but here are the boundaries for that. Yep. I'm only going to work these times so that even if you have to work, let's say eight hours a day, maybe you still carve out that time the first part of the day. No, my 30 minutes to start my day are for me. I'm going to have the indulgent coffee experience or I watch YouTube videos afterwards and whatever, or I'm going to do like you do. I'm going to journal and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to do all these other things, but it's for me first. Yeah. And so really having a life that feels calm, even if you do have a bunch of hours that you have to work, is trying to make sure you're fitting in the things that make you feel good and that are enjoyable because otherwise again what is it all for like why work all these hours if you're not even going to enjoy any part of each day
0: for sure and i think the thing to take away there too is we just we have more if you if you own your own business you have more power and control than you think you do i understand there are going to be circumstances that bring chaos into your world having kids things that happen to you throughout the day all those things that's fine but be careful not to make those excuses that allow you to buy into the idea that you can't have a calm business. It's like, that's fine. If kids are going to bring chaos into the mix better, that's more of a reason to try to carve out those 15 minutes whenever you possibly can to make that time. That's more of a reason to take a look at your business and go, you know what? I need to start shifting things in a way where I'm less on the hook for these emails or whatever, so that I can spend that time and what little time I do have to myself reading or listening to music or meditating or whatever those things are. But I just think it's a good reminder of like remembering that you do have the control to make choices. So you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control the choices that you make in your business and the boundaries that you set and the direction that you steer things in.
1: Yeah. And one of our Waymers was actually talking today in Slack who just joined that one of her big goals is to get her virtual assistant more up to speed with client outreach and client communications and that's a perfect example of your business becomes more calm when you outsource things that aren't calm to you. Right. That, and for a lot of people, dealing with clients, client communications, you know, following up to clients for invoices, any of that stuff, admin-based stuff, get that stuff off your plate. That will make your business feel more calm. And yes, it might cost you some money to have someone to do it, but someone might really love doing those things. And so you're giving them an opportunity and some paid work so that they can have a calm life that they want. And you're being able to then remove some of that stuff from your plate. So that's like a tactical thing, too, is really assess all the things that you're currently doing. And are there places where you can outsource or remove things off of your plate? Or, and this is going to be a kind of like a shock to some people, you might need to stop the business that you've built that is not calm at all because you backed yourself into a corner. Yeah. And now you're running a business that runs you. Yeah. And I think for a might lot of time people... To-
0: not start over, but like really make some hard decisions about where to steer things.
1: And a lot of people stick, and I was guilty of this with I Wear Your Shirt. Absolutely. I stuck with it for way too long. I should have pumped the brakes on that. I should sort have of slammed the brakes into the floor, Flintstone mm-hmm. style, all the way to the ground, and really reassessed how that business was being run. But I felt like I couldn't, and I'm here to tell you that you can. Yeah. Like, I wish that I. Is would it going to be earlier. hard? Yes. Yeah. Do you Is
0: it? Does it take courage to make that decision? Yes but are you probably going to feel some relief when you finally decide that like things really need to change? Yeah, for sure. And what's
1: hilarious too, just thinking back to I wear your shirt, the first year I wear your shirt made $84,000 and yes, it was a lot of work, but I, if I just would have repeated that year and removed weekends from being from work. Okay. So that removes, let's say like, I don't know, $15,000. So I'm only making $69,000 total. I didn't make after 2010, $30,000 $30,000 yeah. for me. Like I didn't yeah, get paid your personal that amount take home, yeah. because I had to pay for everything else. And it's laughable that as the business grew and I was chasing these revenue goals, I was making so much less money for and sure. I was so stressed out. And I think that that's a place where you get backed into a corner when you are chasing these arbitrary goals and these things that are not, they're not things that you actually need to be chasing or worried about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The The last thing that, I, that just made me think of that I think is a great place to end it is- So I recognize that, you know, years and years into our business, it's all well and good that we can choose to have a call in business now because we have recurring revenue and we've worked hard and all all this stuff to have some of that stability. What would we tell ourselves or what would we tell someone who is in that very beginning place of their business where they're like, I really need to make something happen here. I really need to get revenue coming in the door. I don't know how to run this in a way that is both aggressive in trying to get my business to a place where it's profitable and also maintaining that sense of calm at the same time? Is it possible to have both?
1: Yeah. I I think the most important, and this is the most boring piece of advice we could ever give you, but it just absolutely matters. You need content written on your website. Just, just call them blog articles, if you will, that solve problems for people that can, that are things people are searching for. So you need searchable content that people are going to stumble upon that will find your website. If you can get 10 or 12 of those articles, call it 6 to 12 of those articles published that are really helpful. You do some keyword research. You find out what problem you can solve for people in your own unique way. You write about that. Um, If you want our thoughts on this, you can go to wanderingaimfully.com/seo. Write these articles now, publish them now, have them be out there, have people being able to find them, share them on Pinterest, share them on Instagram, whatever. That actually doesn't really matter. It's more important that they exist and that hopefully you've done the work that people can search. And eventually when they're combing through pages of crap on Google, because there is so much, when they find yours and it is helpful, that will help that lift up in the rankings. And we are living proof of this. All of our organic traffic we get from honoring Gamefully is articles we wrote years ago that we're on page 17 of Google.
0: So at least if you're at this moment where you feel like it's not feasible to run a quote unquote calm business right now, at least if you're doing content and you're getting that up and running, at least you're making an investment in being able to run a calm business a year from now, you know, at the very minimum. But I was gonna say also just, I think the earlier on in your business, I think it's really just about being intentional. It's really just about asking the question and recalibrating every single step of the way. And the earlier on in your business you can do that, the better. So I understand if you're in a place where you're like, listen, I got laid off during COVID, I got to make this online business thing work or I don't know what's going to happen. Then I'm certainly not going to be the one from my place of privilege to sit here and tell you, Oh, run up. It's, it's, it'll be great if you just meditate. I'm not going to tell you that. What I will tell you though, is do what you got to do, but just make sure that on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis, you're checking in with yourself and saying like, why am I doing this? Is, are there ways that I can build in little pockets of Rest and and rejuvenation and space and habits that cultivate calm in the midst of that. Um, Because I guarantee you, if you cultivate that skill now of just being intentional every step of the way... That's going to ensure that when things do finally start working for you, you haven't backed yourself into a corner, like Jason said, and chained yourself to a business that is running you into the ground. Yeah. But I'm not going to be the one to sit here and say, don't go get it and hustle if you have to do that for your family right yeah.
1: now. Yeah, and, and I think that that would kind of be my final piece of tactical advice, which is, If you're not running a calm business right now and you're just getting started, then maybe what you need to do is think of this as a side business that you're hoping to have as your full-time business a year or two from now. So you get to work on it five or 10 hours a week, maybe. And that's it. That's all you can spend. And that's okay. And your goal is that every five to 10 hours you invest is a year or two from now. Your future self is going to go, thank you so much. Because... Now we're there, like we got to this place where we have some traffic, we have a marketing funnel that works, we have sales of our product that we built. All that stuff is happening. And in that time in between, you're staying in a nine to five job or you're getting a a part-time job working for someone else or whatever it is that you're doing to pay the bills, and that's okay. And that's the way that you're just, you're, you're choosing to live your life right now to have a calm business in the future. And we've been there. That's what we had to do many years ago. We're just trying to tell you from the side of, we think we finally got into full-time calm business living. Yeah. Hey, we want you to get here too. And here's how we got there. Which is
0: funny. Cause if you think about it, we're even trying to up-level it a little bit more. Like I would say we run a calm business now, but our goal is, Like the the one part of our business that doesn't always feel calm is the fact that with our recurring revenue business for Wham Unlimited, you have you have a drop off because we do a rare thing
1: pricing which
0: is a unique pricing model, which is a lifetime model. So you stop paying us after two thousand dollars in our program and you get you still get access for the rest there's of no
1: sound bath mastermind for 10000 yeah, yeah. There's no upgrade. There's no, it's just, it's you only payment. pay that. Yeah.
0: And so, but the, the great thing about that is people get tremendous value and are in our community and are feel invested. The, the drop off for us or the downside for us is that there's a drop off right at a certain point when those payments, those uh, monthly payments stop coming in. And so we've talked about this, of how can we bolster our revenue model so that we don't feel the effects of that drop-off and we're not in this perpetual cycle of having to get more and more people in. And so something that we've set as a goal for ourselves a year from now is to build up more of our passive income. We have a couple of products that sell passively right now, but we don't put a lot of energy into them. So we are making investments in the Calm Business 2.0 version a year from now And we're doing exactly what Jason said, which is making sure that we devote five to 10 hours of that a week so that while we're servicing our existing business and still trying to keep that as, you know, intentional as possible, that we're also planting seeds for an even more optimized business in the
1: future. And the fun thing for you guys is that eventually we're going to share the Every whole process step of, that of that process for sure. of, of building that business and what we're not going to do is share it real time because we want to actually like go through a bunch of this stuff learn a bunch of stuff and and sharing real time is our natural thing but sharing real time doubles the time it takes to run the business Absolutely. and we're not going to do that so we're going to and it's sort
0: of the antithesis of calm because yeah. then you're like you've, you're creating Double d- the deadlines for yeah, yourself and
1: it's just <laughs> not fun so uh, we will share a lot more of that in that business that we're building and we really hope that it becomes uh, a great way to show people hey In one year, we went from an idea and zero dollars and zero traffic and zero email subscribers. And my goal is to not use our existing audience or leverage whatsoever so that we can say, you're a person just like us who's starting from nothing. Here's what we did. All we knew is what to do. We didn't have any other advantages other than just like the knowledge and the uh, tactical things to do. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that. We'll have a lot of future episodes and things uh, on that also. That reminds me too, if we do get to travel in the future, another opportunity for us would be a travel blog that we could write about our travels and we could have affiliate income and things like that that we've talked about so
0: opportunities which is
1: what wandering actually was first yeah we actually had a a space site and everything uh i wrote my favorite things that i love for travel you had a post started but it didn't have any information in it yeah it's great uh all right i think that'll wrap this up
0: calm business that's our goal that's the
1: goal that's everyone's goal we hope that's that's everyone's goal
0: well it doesn't have to be but it certainly
1: does if they listen to this podcast i set the goals (laughs) that's how this works
0: i have to remind you sometimes of like just because we've arrived at this place where we're like oh like that's a really helpful thing that helps us in our lives That's not always helpful to everyone in the whole world you can just choose i know it's a hard it's a hard thing to learn but if you're listening to this you can choose to take that wisdom and, and have it work for your life or if it doesn't fit with your life that's cool too
1: yeah no that that's absolutely true um I had one more thought that just popped out that I was going to bring up. Ooh. I don't remember. Was, it, was.
0: it the um, start taking that action?
1: No, that was vote. We can repeat oh, that if we okay, want. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. vote, yeah, go vote. vote. Just go S- vote. Start taking that action. Go vote. Yeah. We would love that if you did that. Uh, okay, that'll do it for this episode. We appreciate you listening. Um, you know, I kind of messed up last week. I I asked for something that. You don't need to yeah, do it. Yeah, what did you what I don't know. Thinking? No cinnamon roll. That's what it was. <gasps> That's
0: what it was. It totally yeah. messed you up.
1: I, I asked for reviews last week of this Which podcast. Was
0: ridiculous. I
1: asked for you to take 30 seconds right now. Hit pause after I finish this little paragraph here. Open up your Apple Podcast app or get on your computer. Go to our show. What is it all for? Click five stars or four stars or three. Eh, but five would be great. Leave two sentences of why you enjoyed this episode. I asked you to do that last week. That was dumb.
0: That was stupid. Why would, it,
1: why would I do that? Because we would don't get, want them to do that. That would get other people who are like our listeners to find this show and enjoy it.
0: It would help us. What? It that's, would be a great.
1: That's asinine. I validation of that. the
0: time that we I spend. I can't believe to, I did it. I can't believe I did it. It's really rude of you. Yeah.
1: So I had a cinnamon roll this week. So obviously I'm not doing so it. So we're not going to ask. Yeah. Well, don't take don't do that. Yeah, don't, review, don't, don't, that don't do that. Don't review. Don't rate. Don't do it. All right. Uh, okay. I think that's it. I love you. Uh yeah, your your sweaty palm is on my sweaty foot right now.
0: That's love. <laughs> That's what love is.
1: Sweaty palm feet. Gross. Uh all right. Bye.
0: Bye.